welcome to another episode of the Lift and Anchor Podcast. I'm your host, Lamont, and this is where we help you get the weight off your shoulders. And I'm back with the lovely ladies of Beyond the Walls. I have for you, Miss Laquanda. Hello to all my beautiful people out there. I hope that you all are having a great day. Miss Keisha. Hey, hey, hey. Miss Cindy. Hello out there, my brothers and sisters in Christ. Beyond the Walls is here. Are you ready? And I have a few special people with us today. I have Miss Tambria, Mr. Nate, and Miss Brittany. Today's topic is trusting the process. I'm going to let Miss Keisha start us off. All right. As Lamont said, this edition or this episode, we're talking about trusting the process. Last week, we identified what needed to be healed. And we said forgiveness was a key component in the healing process. Honesty was a key component in the healing process. And with forgiveness, forgiving yourself. So after you have done that, it's going to be a process. You have to trust the process. We talked about your process, which is the length of time it takes for the healing to take place. It may not look like you want it to look. Go like you think it should or be like someone else's. When Brittany was on, well, she's on today too, but last week she talked about the sense of urgency. And in the church, there is a sense of urgency of hurry up and forgive, hurry up and forgive. But we've already talked about it doesn't always happen like that. So today we're going to talk about trusting the process. I like what you said about timing. In order to trust the process, you must not rush the timing that things happen. Sometimes we want the microwave. We want quick we want quick reactions, quick responses. But God's timing is not our timing. His timing right. is perfect timing. And I only right. found that out through some of the things that I've went through. Right. His timing is always on time. Right. And I think the the depth of the hurt may determine the length of the process. For right. not all the time. Not all the time, but for some if it's if it's deep. You know, it may be a little bit harder um, and take a little bit more work that time, you know, so that time and peace, it may take a little bit longer than what, you know, what one might think it should take. Mm -hmm. So, right. I agree. And someone asked me, um, how long did your process take to heal? Mm -hmm. And they wanted to know um, what started it. Mm -hmm. And my process was um, the Lord uses me when I was laying in my bed. And I woke up and I looked up and I seen the image of Jesus Christ. It was an image. The whole room was filled up with his presence. Mm -hmm. That's how um, I knew that he was taking healing in my, you know, my situation. Mm -hmm. So it's trusting the process. And then the second time was, this was years, you know, like y'all said, how long will it take? From that point, I was in my early 30s, and it was probably five or six years later, I seen him again. Um, I was laying in my bed, and I turned over, because I thought my kids was t making a lot of noise, because I used to work a lot of hours. So I was like, what is they doing? But when I turned over and looked up to get ready to fuss at him, fuss at them, I seen where he was speaking to me like an audio voice. Mm -hmm. He was speaking to me, telling me if I didn't so and so. I'm not gonna tell y'all now what he was saying, mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. but 
he was speaking to me, and I was like, oh, my God, wow. If I didn't stop doing this, I'll stop doing that. Because at that time, we was talking about brokenness. Broken people hurt people. And that's all I wanted to do was hurt people because of what happened to me. So at that time, um, he was telling me, if I didn't change, this is what's going to happen. And he showed me what happened if I followed him. And if he turned away from me, what would happen? What would happen? So my healing process started, to say that, my healing process started when he put fear in my heart. So I didn't change myself. He put fear in my heart to change. I was, I was about to say, um, I know several times I've been broken down. I am a believer that sometimes he breaks you down to build you up for kingdom yes. work. Yes. So that, that means you, there is a process to go through. And it doesn't always feel good or look good, but it's for our good. Yes. And you, you won't know that until you actually go through the process, process. of healing. Yes. And you come out on the other side. And it takes years. But some some may take months. Mm-hmm. Some may take weeks, depending on what it is. But also, too, when you trusted the process, you have the faith in mm-hmm. God through that process. Everybody's process is different. different. Yeah. Makes a difference. Yes. You see, we all go through hurt, but because it took you six months, don't mean it take me six months. Right, right. right. It can take longer. It could mm-hmm. be shorter. Mm-hmm. But remember, God said, I know the plans I have for you. So in order to go through that process, when you come out, you're going to be able to help somebody else. Yes. That's why your process is designed for you to go through that length of time. Yes. And, and so the, the other part about this is, too, is you got to look at the process as a as a step-by-step instruction. There you right. Go. right. Right. And so people want to skip steps in the process while they're going through because they figure – they try to figure, like, well, I've been here long enough, so I need to jump to this. No, no. you can't move to the next mm-hmm. phase until you've graduated from step one. Yes. Then you go to step two. Yes. Right? Yes. So it's like when you're putting something together, right, you can't get the end result without going through each Process. single step. Missing a piece. So mm-hmm. if you miss something along the way, you got to restart. Yes. Back. You got to go back because you haven't properly dealt with that area of the process yet. Yes. So in order to get the result that you're looking for, to get the result that God wants you to have, you have to go through step by step in order, the order in which he set Mm -hmm. for you to go through. That's how you get the glory at the end, the victory at Mm -hmm. the end that he's trying to give you. And out of that comes your testimony. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you have to pay attention. Brittany, you can chime in at any time. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Liz. <laughs> again, before I start, just thank you guys for, um, you know, even considering me and having me again on the podcast. I really appreciate that. Um, but I definitely agree. I definitely agree. Um, I think that was Cindy I was hearing um, speak about uh, what God had um you know, spoken to her, and I definitely can attest to what she's saying. I know God spoke to me one time, and, um, you know, God is gentle, but sometimes mm-hmm. he can get stern. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, <laughs> he can get yes. stern, you know, <laughs> like a father does. He loves mm-hmm. you, but sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, you got to get stern with the kids, you yeah. know, let them know, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean business. Yes. And um, I know one time he told me, he said, you know, you you pray and you ask me, 
you know, to do these things for you and to heal you and to help you and to strengthen you. He said, but every time I come to touch you mm-hmm. in this particular spot, he said, you whine. Mm-hmm. It's like a whiningness that comes to my ears. But, you know, I want to heal you and I want to strengthen you and get you to the place that I have you to be. But he said, but every time I come to touch you in this one particular spot, he said, you start whining. Mm-hmm. Like, you start, you know, whining and, you know, you, you don't want to deal with it. Reject um, You're right. Right. And you, you don't want to deal with it. I'm trying to bring it up so we can correct it and you can, you know, heal from this day. We can mm-hmm. start the process and go through the process. But he said, but every time I touch it, you know, you won, you know, and I had to sit back, you know, and take that, like, you're right. You know, I want to be this, uh, you know, this woman of God, I want to do these things for you, God. Um, but like you were saying, sometimes you can't go but so far until you deal with with the man in the mirror. Yes. You, you have to, and God, he's willing to do it. But sometimes we're resistant. We're resistant to that. That's true. And it, it's funny that you said that because mothers and fathers are different. Most mothers right. give in to their child when their child, when their kids are whining. Mm-hmm. A dad is like, I don't understand whining. Mm-hmm. Come back when you know how to talk. Mm-hmm. And so God does us the same thing, like you were saying, right? Mm-hmm. So you go with the whining and he shuts you down until you can go to him without whining. That's true. Yeah. See, it's almost like an yep. act of surrendering. Mm-hmm. When, you, when, they, when are you going to surrender to mm-hmm. him and allow his will to be done? Yes. See, it takes a made-up mind to do that. Everybody yes. don't give him. Sometimes we'll start, we'll stop, start and stop. But when you totally surrender and give it to God and allow God to do his work, then that's when the end results come out a whole lot better. Well, that's true because that's what happened with me when I seen him at the, his image at the foot of my bed. I started and then I stopped. Mm-hmm. So the second time, it's like when he put that on my ceiling, that was like, okay. You know, he put. That's when he put fear in me. Mm-hmm. That, that daddy voice. That's when the daddy, I hear that's you. The I hear you. <laughs> I think with when Cindy sharing the um, the images that God showed her, for me that signified grace, right? Because he didn't have to show her anything. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, he could have just said, "I'm gonna come in and show and and do whatever," you know, because of what she's not doing. So I believe in the healing process, we need grace. We need grace from God. We need we grace do. from people. We do. You know, like he didn't have to show her that warning. He didn't mm-hmm. have to say, "If you don't do this, this happens." But mm-hmm. if you do do this, mm-hmm. this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. He could have just did the latter. Yeah. That's grace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna show you what will happen. In the midst of your situation, bad situation, yes, you're hurt. But let me show you what the outcome could be if X, Y, and Z doesn't take place in you that I want to do. So I think that that is grace. We need so much grace. And the Bible says, my grace is sufficient for you. And we look at grace as a merit of favor. No, grace is so much more. Grace is peace. Grace is joy. Grace is whatever you need. In that moment, that's what grace could be for us in our healing process. Like, God, I need your grace in this process. So that's what I took from that. Like, that was extending grace to you. Like, okay, my daughter, I know you're hurting and you went through this, but let me show you what the outcome could be if you don't allow me to heal you. Yes. Absolutely. And he knows how to deal with us. Because sometimes mm-hmm. he, has got to, he has gotten stirred. I've heard him say, that's enough crying, get up. I've yes. heard that clear as day before. <laughs> you know, so he knows how to. Yes. <laughs> you know, because everybody, oh, God, so gentle. Okay, he is. But 
Sometimes he's like, no, mm-hmm. no, ma'am. You need mm-hmm. to get on up. That's enough. You done slobbed and cried, okay? Let me pat you on the back. But, you know, he knows how to to deal with us individual, yes. as individuals, um, you know, as he deal with us collectively of being a part of a ministry or being in leadership. But also, you know, he knows how to just deal with his children individual. Sometimes we need that sternness, like Lamont was saying, daddy ain't trying to hear all that wine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and it's funny because God, God will always show up and he will always show you an image of him when he's about to take you through a transformation or when he's trying to get something to you or he's trying to get you to understand something or he's trying to test your faith to see where your faith is at. He will always show himself. Like I told you guys, I gave you guys my testimony with my incident. Mm -hmm. I was standing in the front yard and I looked across the street over the neighbor's house and I saw a face. Right. Mm -hmm. And there was a low rumble because it was rain. It was about the rain, mm-hmm. and there was a low rumble, mm-hmm. right from the thunder, and it was it was like him saying to me, like, "Are you ready? I want to see how you're going to handle this." Mm. Right. Yes. And that was when my incident happened with the heart attack. Right. I was yes. standing. I was standing in the front yard. Probably. Right. I never got. I never got scared. I was like, okay. I'm going to finish doing what I'm doing. And I went on about my day, mm-hmm. right? Because through that, there was a comforting, right? Right. It was it was strange at first because when I saw the face and I'm like, mm. and then the thunder was loud. I mean, the thunder was loud up until that moment. The thunder, believe it or not, the thunder was loud up until the moment I saw the face in the trees. Mm. Yes. And it got really, really low. And I'm standing in my front yard, and I'm looking looking up at these trees, and I'm like, okay. And I went on by my day. But throughout the whole ordeal, I was calm the whole time, even when they told me, like, oh, you're having a heart attack. And I was like, okay. Kwanu was at the hospital with me. She, she can attest. The dude was like, hey, man, I ain't going to lie to you. You're having a heart attack. And I'm like, okay. Because I in that moment... I was trusting the process. the process. Amen. Right? Because God can't elevate you until he take you through some things. Right. right. Right? And you got to go through some things to get some things. Mm-hmm. Right. You can't get something without going through anything. Mm. That's right. That's true. Some And sometimes, sometimes in going through those things, a lot of us don't realize we actually miss. He, he actually prepares us. But sometimes we're 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 considered busy bodies. Mm-hmm. We're focused on everything that's going around that's going on around us that we miss that God is actually preparing us for what's about to happen in our lives. Right. And it takes sometimes him to sit us down, which means knock us completely on our tails for we to see for us to go back and see, you know what? God you showed me that long time ago. Yes. But I yes. I, I wasn't ready to receive it. Yes. I wasn't listening. Yes, and that's so true. I was laying in disobedience. Yes. All of that will cause you to miss what you're going yeah. through. Yes, that, that's so true what you're saying when he'll shake some things up. Like I was saying, um, once I didn't, um, I thought I was good, you know, once he um, showed me what would happen. But still, I wasn't going to church. I wasn't doing what he wanted me to do. I'm thinking being horny, just praying, you know, would be good. 
I was real comfortable. Um, you know, I was living in this big house, had everything but money and everything. You know, when the Lord pulling on you and wants you to be into the house of the Lord to help people, then that's what he wants you to do. Mm-hmm. So what happened was he shook me up when he, um, when I, like I was saying, I was talking about um, when my daughter went home with her father and he had a car wreck. He never came back home. That shook my life upside down. He would he would do it. You know, so you are so right. And I came running to the church. And don't 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 get me wrong. I don't want anybody to get, get us wrong on this. We're not saying that God causes bad things to happen. No. Right. But when right. he wants your God attention. God has a way of getting your our attention. attention. Yes. And when I say attention, I mean he wants your undivided, full attention. Full attention. I believe everybody has something in them. Everybody has kingdom work to do, community work to do. It is the best thing in the world when we are walking in God's will. Yes. And sometimes God will pull on you. I remember before we got elevated, it was like a week, maybe two weeks. I just kept telling you, I can't sleep. I said, I get up a certain time every morning. It was like about 4 o'clock. I was like, man. Came to church and uh, said, hey, we're going to shift. And when we shift, I said, that's what it was. God was getting my attention and say, hey, I'm getting ready to shift you. Mm-hmm. And I said, wow. And a, a lot of times, too, what, what, what people don't understand is like, when you're busy and you're constantly around a lot of people, God cannot get your attention right. until he gets you mm-hmm. off mm-hmm. to yourself. Mm-hmm. You, God has to get you away yes. from all the yes. other distractions yes. quiet in a quiet place. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, a lot of times I hear from God, I'm in the bathroom, right? And it, it, it sounds strange, but hey. By yourself? Mm-hmm. By, you you, you by yourself, mm-hmm. hey, it that that's when it's coming to you, right? Because you're away from all the other distractions. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's like several things. I'm either in the bathroom or in my front yard, believe it or not. Because when I retired from the military, I didn't have a job lined up. I didn't. I took. I did not have a job lined up. I had applied for two jobs. That was it. And one of them came through. Quanda was at the house with me. She left to go with her cousin. And I told her, I said, "By the time you come back, I'm gonna have a job." Now I'm in the front yard once again, and I'm looking up at trees, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Why am Why am I not getting the signal?" Right on my on. We had uh, we had Dish Network, and I'm like, why am I not getting a signal on my satellite? And the thing was playing this day on TV, it said acquiring signal. So the little bit of money I had, I went to Lowe's and I bought a pole saw. And I came back, I cut the trees, the branches down from around the satellite, and the thing still said acquiring signal. So what I do, I unplug the box, the box reset, I unplug it, plug it back in, and went through the whole thing, and it reset. And then it still came back to acquiring signal. So I'm like, man, what is going on? So then I cut some more trees down. (laughs) And then it came to me, it was like, all of these distractions Mm -hmm. that are around you, I can't get nothing to you because you got the wrong stuff around you. And he said, what I'm trying, this is no lie. I I came and I did a sermon on it. He said, what I have for you is for you. Mm. I can't give it when you around all these other people. Kwanda had to leave the house in order for me to get the phone call. It wasn't five minutes after she left the house with her Mm. cousin. 
that I went inside and the phone rung mm. saying, hey, I want to offer you this job starting off making this amount. Mm-hmm. The, the blessing was for me, but it's a shared blessing because I'm able to share it with them. Mm-hmm. But he had to get me away from all the distractions. Isolate you. Yeah. He had to isolate me in order for me to get the blessings mm-hmm. that he has for me. It's all a part of the process. It is the process. I heard Tyler Perry say something so profound. He said, listen, he said, the, he said your life is like a, like a rocket ship. And every rocket ship has boosters. But here's the thing. A booster is only designed to get you to a certain height. Once you get to a certain height, the boosters fall back to earth. It's up to you. Everybody can't ride the rocket to the moon. That's true. Everybody can't ride the rocket to the moon. At some point, they're going to fall off. Mm -hmm. But the ones that hold on... Those are the ones that's down for you. Mm. That's the process. You have to trust the the process. process. Amen. Amen. And just to piggyback off of like what everybody was saying, um, especially with the isolation, (coughs) there was a point in time where I just, I wasn't listening. Um, I was coming to church. I wasn't really listening. I was just coming because my mama was telling me, hey, you need to come to church. Um, there were specific things that I was doing that I know I shouldn't have been, but at that time, it felt right to me. So mm-hmm. I was just doing it. Um, and it came a point, it was in 2020, you know, I'm up, I'm moving, kids, life, um, and I can constantly feel you need to talk to God, you need to talk to God. I'm like, mm, you know, I, I'll pray, I'll pray. Um, it came a point where you know, I woke up and it was all these EMTs in my face shining lights and I'm like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, they did all these tests and stuff and they told me that I had what's called a mini stroke. Um, mm-hmm. To be 22, you wow. don't really mm-hmm. picture somebody my age having that. Um, so of course, you know, you have the hospital stay and the test and the medication and take a baby aspirin on a daily basis. Um, still didn't listen moving forward it's just like everything was just happening every single Mm -hmm. thing is happening but i'm still with these group of people i'm still doing whatever i want to do i'm still drinking i'm still going out i'm going to do whatever i Mm want to do to distract myself because i don't really want to deal with it right now um feel good moment exactly (laughs) and you know doing everything that i was doing the problem was still there yes um so it came a point where I got to a place and it was just one day I just felt so alone. Um, it was like everybody was doing everything. You're getting on my nerves. You're, you need to go. It's like the people that I was around, it's just like they split. Everybody started showing their true colors. And what I realized was, you know, when I'm out and about, we're drinking, we're having fun, everything is great. But when I'm down, there's nobody there. Yeah. So it got to a point where, as Pastor told me, getting your quiet place and I'm still in this place because, you know, I need to hear from God more. And I'm just asking, you know, why this, why this, why this? And it ties back into the fact that I have to be able to trust the process. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, like Lamont was saying, the booster seat only mm-hmm. takes you so far. Everybody can't go. go. That's true. Um, and oftentimes I find myself 
not understanding that, you know, the reason that I'm isolated right now is because there are specific things that I have to deal with to elevate in life. So when mm -hmm. I was drinking and all this extra stuff, I wasn't thinking about anything that I needed to heal. I wasn't thinking about anything that I needed to deal with. And now that I'm in a place where it's like, you have to deal with it or this is what's gonna happen. Yes. You have to deal with I it see. or you're gonna risk the fact that this passes on to your children. Yeah. Um, and I don't want that for yes. them. So, you know, with healing and like Nate was saying, you have to be fully ready to surrender. Yeah. And sometimes what I found is I'm like, okay, God, I'm ready. And then I get to the task that God wants me to. I'm like, well, that's not what I thought, you know? And I have to realize that it's not what I think it's going to be. Right. It's the fact that you're ready to heal. This is what you told me. This is what you have to do. And a lot of it is uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. It's something it that you don't mm -hmm. really want to dig yeah. into. But it's just, you know, you can know the root of your problem. Mm -hmm. And you can ask God for help. Mm -hmm. And you think, okay, this is what I'm going to have to do. No, you have to do what God told you to do, even faith. if it's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And it's also going to the fact that it's that process. you have yeah. to trust, trust you know, what God is telling you. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be anything that you can't do. Mm -hmm. Because like Nate was saying, you know, Jeremiah 29, 11, he already has the plans mm -hmm. and everything Amen. is going to restore you, lift mm -hmm. you up. Nothing's going to harm you. So it's just like, you know, even though it doesn't feel good, you should still be able to just trust that on the other side. Yes. Once you get through this, on the other side, you know, there's victory. And it's like mm -hmm. when God shows you just that little snippet of mm -hmm. what's on the other side, you're like, okay, I, we got to get this together because mm -hmm. I want to be over there, not over here with, mm -hmm. you know, just filling the void. Yes. So it's a process that yes. you have to trust. And every day is not going to be easy. Every mm -hmm. day is not going to feel good. Some days I just sit on the floor and I just look up like, what do you want from me? Mm -hmm. um, but I know, you know, in the end, I'll be able to be like, okay, yeah. this Worked is it. why yeah. I yeah. went through all of this. Like God is the ultimate teacher. Mm -hmm. Yes, he right? is. And, and like you said, right, that test. Mm-hmm. You guys remember when you was in school, you was learning a lesson. You're going to fail something. And, and, and no, not so much as that, but remember the, you know, you come, teachers come in the class with a pop quiz, mm -hmm. right? You don't know what's going to be on it. And you be mm -hmm. nervous. You be scared. You, you don't know what's going to mm -hmm. be on it, but it's going to factor into mm -hmm. your final grade, mm -hmm. right? And so if you were paying attention, here's the thing about a pop quiz. There you go. If you were paying attention in class, you got the answers. You got the answer. And that's what God God does that does. Right? Like, hey, you got the answer. You got the information. You know what you need to do. But are you willing to do it? Right? So that goes back to what we talked about before, right? Are you that willing vessel? Right? Or are you hiding behind the mask? There you go. Right? Because at some point, you're going to be tested. Mm-hmm. In that same area, like we like we said in one of the previous podcasts, you're going to be tested in that area. Mm -hmm. So how are you going to handle it, right? Because whatever you pray and ask God for, He's going to test you in exactly. those exact areas. Sometimes institute, right? So you you're never going to go to you're never going to go to math class and get a history test. You're never going to go to English class and get a Spanish test. Or what you study in. When you go to English class, you're going to get an English test. When you go to math class, you're going to get a math test. When you're asking God for strength, 
you're going to get areas in your weakness mm-hmm. that he's going to yeah. give you for strength. Yes. When you ask yeah. God for patience and peace, he's going to put things in your area, in that area in your life that you're asking him for, that's going to increase your patience and it's going to increase your peace. You got to break it and make he, it. Yes. He's going to test you in them areas. Mm-hmm. But it's, yeah. Go ahead. I, I think another thing, I mean, to chime in, another thing in doing your process, a lot of times it's walk around who you put around you in your process. Sometimes God will put people in your life mm-hmm. to help you through that time that. process. Mm-hmm. A lot of yep. times we fight the people that God has in our life mm-hmm. to help us. Mm-hmm. But turn around and be like, you know what? That's why you're in my life. Mm-hmm. We don't feel sometimes that we, well, I don't know why sin is in my life. You know, I got this. God said, no, 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 you're going to need her. But then a lot of times you got people in your life that has the answers to your problems right. that you won't even reach out to and talk exactly. to. Exactly. That's true. Sometimes we're rejecting the message because of the messenger. Go ahead, Keisha. Look, you wanted to say something. Go ahead. Um, let me know my mind. Oh, what I was going to say from what Tim Brigger said with trust in the process, um, it's going to um, take work mm-hmm. and it's going to be difficult so no it's not going to be easy, easy. we want uh, unfortunately it's going to take some hard work mm-hmm. and that's one part that we could say trust in the process is it's going to take work and talking to god with no you know um what did you say you said to god like okay like sometimes i tell god okay what we doing like, you know what, like what you want from me right that's <laughs> what you said <laughs> what you want from me you know what you ask what you want right. from me so coming to him naked unashamed no you know, oh, that's father, it. but if someone talks to God like that, okay, that's you, but no, like, what are we doing? You know, mm-hmm. because this doesn't feel yeah. good. Mm-hmm. So in the midst of the process, it's going to be hard. It's not going to feel good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's going to take work. Mm-hmm. I'm praying for patience. Okay, well, you're going to work for these patients. You know what I'm saying? I'm praying for this. But the good part about it, if you work for it, then it lasts. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Some yes. stuff he's going to give you instantaneously, but if it doesn't come to you like that, then it sticks, you know, right. and I want stuff to stick. I want to have it with me for forever, however long, besides just it coming, you know, just coming to me. But I work for this, so guess what? I ain't going back. Right. <laughs> I ain't going back. So, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. so there's a, there's a lot to that, right? And so, again, if you, if you give your kids everything, your kids will never understand the value of it. it. Mm -hmm. But if you make them work for it, Mm -hmm. they'll understand the value of it Mm -hmm. once they achieve it. Mm -hmm. And that's the same thing with God. If God gave us everything without making us work for it, if he gave us everything without making us work for it, then we'll take everything for granted. Yes. But he makes us work for it. You want patience? I'm going to make you work for it. You want peace? I'm going to make you work for it. You want strength? Mm-hmm. I'm going to make you work for it. It may not feel good. It may not feel good in the process. It's going to work, work for your, for your good. good. But it's going to work for your good in the end. Yes. You're going to get the victory in the end, but you will work for it. And the more yeah. and the harder you have to work for it, the more you will appreciate it value. when you mm-hmm. get it. Right. The yes. more you will value, value it, it. Yes. when you get yes. it. Yes. But you yeah. have to go through the process you have to work for it, mm-hmm. and that's the only way you're going to appreciate it when you get it. You got to work yeah. for it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. Absolutely. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, Brittany. Okay. Um, I was just going to say, just to piggyback off of what Lamont said, um, I know when I first 
when I first got saved, it was very untraditional. Um, and I always wondered why, and now I see why. But um, when I first got saved, I would have just so many visions, so many visions, so many dreams. And it would come so, so back to back. And God would show me glimpses of just future things. I would always be able to see things, you know, futures. And they was not always good things, you know. Mm. And he would show me stuff mm. so much. And I would be like, God, why is this stuff? Why are you doing this to me? Mm. Like, what, what's going yes, on? <laughs> and now, you know, I've seen good things to come as far as personal, you know, personal things, personal things for me. But like Lamont said, it's still a process. I've mm-hmm. seen a glimpse, and he showed me, look, mm. this is what I have for you. But also he was showing me, but if you don't stay the course, <laughs> this will also. This will you also know, happen. Also, yes. Yeah, these things will also, and that's the thing about mm-hmm. God. He's a God of choice. Yes. I'm going to give you a choice. Mm-hmm. Jesus, God, we have a choice. I like that. You know, you have a choice to be saved. You have a choice not to be saved. God is such a gentleman. He's not going to force you mm-hmm. to do a thing. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. he, he'll, he'll give you dreams. He'll, he'll mm. do things, send people in your path, but he's not forceful. Yes. And it's a choice. And so when Lamont was talking about going through the process, sometimes God will allow us to see what he has for us, but it's still a process. I promise yes. you, you know, you'll be a billionaire. I promise you I'll send you all around the earth preaching the gospel and you whatever. i give you this platform. But there's still a process. You still gonna have to go through the process. So even for those who are visionaries that God, you know, have blessed with the ability to be a CEO or CEO, He just show you by His Spirit because He's no respectable person. But it's still a process. And I think sometimes when people, you know, if they are dreamers, God give them dreams. They think, okay, I know this is gonna happen. No, baby, it's still a process. Mm, yes. I, I have these things lined up for you. But I'm a God, he's a God of choices. Choose ye this day. What's going to be your choice? I can give it to you, you know, but there's a process, but there's also a choice in that process. And, you know, the choice relies on us, on what we choose. You can get it the easy way or you, you can, can get, get it, it the, the hard, hard way. way. Yep. There you go. Yep. That's true. That's true. <laughs> he's, also, he's also a God of order. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of us don't believe. Mm-hmm. Whatever it takes, he's a God of order. That's true. We can we can walk we can try to walk our path all day long. I I, I find myself all the time saying, you know what? Thank you, God, that you didn't give me everything that I wanted. Right. But you definitely gave me what I needed. Right. Thank you for the process. Thank you that you didn't give me all of my heart's desires. Right. Because He will give you your heart's desires. Mm-hmm. But some of those things, God blocked it. He had to take me through that process. He literally blocked it. And I think sometimes people don't understand that the process isn't to hurt you. Um, Oftentimes, and just looking back, there were things that I requested um, that I wanted, and I didn't get them. Not to say that I won't ever get them, but what I've learned is you have to be emotionally and mentally and spiritually mature to handle the things that God is going to give to you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if, for example, if I'm 20 years old and I'm asking, okay, I want a bike, um, and I didn't, I didn't get that bike. Not to say that I won't ever get it, but maybe I was at a place in my life where I was not mentally, prepared. emotionally, spiritually prepared and mature to handle that. Um, because one thing that I've noticed is you can't just get something and mishandle it. It's not going to last. You better it's talk, not right? It's not going to work. Mm-hmm. So 
you know, when you request something specific, it's not to say that you won't ever get it or you're not worthy of it, but oftentimes there's still work that God wants to do within you so that you are equipped to handle what he's going to bless you with because, you know, you get blessed with something. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. But you have to make sure um, it's just like a house. You have to keep the maintenance up on it. You can't, mm-hmm. you know, roughhouse it and treat it in every kind of way. Um, so you just have to also trust your process that your process is going to make you stronger and more mature to handle the things on the other side that you asked for. Yes, yes. Yeah, like you said, the bike, right? And so uh, a lot of things that people don't understand as well is you have to be specific in your request from God. Mm-hmm. So you can say, I want a bike. Mm-hmm. You'll get a bike. <laughs> yes. But it's not the bike that you were really, really asking right. for. And why? Right. Because you, you was not high. specific right. mm-hmm. with what you asked for. He's going to give you some, he's going to give you a, a bike and it's going to have two wheels. Flat. And it's going to have two pedals. It's going to mm-hmm. have a handlebar and a seat. Cause that's what you asked for. You wouldn't say you didn't say, God, I want a, I want a a, a nice Schwinn mm-hmm. or a mongoose mm-hmm. with some right? cushion on the seat. You know, with some cushion on the seat <laughs> and some big tires. You you didn't say that. And here's another thing that get women in trouble. I got to say this. I, I, I have to I have to say this for the ladies. A man who chooses. Ladies, listen. A lot of y'all praying for a man, and God is going to send you exactly. a man. But that's all he's going to be is a man. Is a man. Because you were specific. That's because you were not specific. That's too true. You asked God for a man, so he sent you a man. So don't talk about the man being, oh, well, he ain't doing this, he ain't doing that, he ain't taking care of this, he ain't taking care of that. Because you asked God for a man, mm-hmm. and he sent you a man. Be specific in your request. Men as well, when you're asking God for to send a lady in your life, mm-hmm. be specific about what you want from your mate, what you want from the person that God is sending you in your life. Be very, very specific about it. In all areas of your life, whenever you're talking to God, be very, very specific about what you want God to do and to send in your life. Because if you are not specific, you're going to get exactly what you asked for, and there's going to be no more to it. It's going to be generic. It is going to be very very generic, but put a demand on it. Be very specific about what you ask God for, and he will send you the specific thing that you ask for. You're going to still go through that process, and you're still going to put in work. However, in the end, it's going to be exactly what you asked for. Another thing, too, is like writing a vision. When you write your vision, (coughs) you're very specific on what you're writing. Yes. If you say, God, I want a five-bedroom house, four bath. I want the square footage and everything. God honors that request because that's exactly what you wanted. A lot of times when you talk relationships, I want a man that's in church. God says, okay, I'm going to send you a man that's in church. Don't mean he's of the church. He's going to you church. You better talk right he to the people. He's going to church because he's doing the same thing you're doing. He's looking, well, I go to church, so now I'm going to grab her. Now I'm with you. I'm not going yes. to church. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's the way a lot of men grew up, right? Because a lot of men grow up and guys say, hey, get you a nice church woman. Exactly. So what the guys, the, most guys only go to church get to woman, get, get a woman. woman. Because they were always told, hey, you want a nice get woman? Go, go to church. church. But I also learned the flip side, too. Mm-hmm. 
A lot of the wild girls on Saturday nights are in cool. church Sunday morning. Exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah, right. That's true. But That's a, true. You know, mm-hmm. uh, hey. Catch 22. Hey, catch 22, right? <laughs> so you think you're going to church. Again, mm-hmm. that's where you got to be specific. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you got to ask God, hey, show me. Separate the ones that's of the church from the ones that just go to church. church. Exactly. That's true. Right? And that's, that's in again, that's in all areas of your life. You all have areas. to be specific. You got to ask God to hey separate some things. Get me by myself. Show me what show me what I need to be seeing. Mm-hmm. Show me what you want me to have. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? yes. I mean, you, you gotta do these things. And mm-hmm. same thing with recording when you're going to elevation. Ask God, God, what do you need for me to do for me to elevate? God, there's some people in my life that I need to let go of. I was just about to say mm-hmm. that and in the place I need to stop going. So things mm-hmm. I need to stop doing because elevation mm-hmm. requires separation. Because yes. to separate yourself from people, places, and things in order to move up. Sometimes God not pleased with what you're doing and how you're doing it. He said, you know what? I can't give you what you want until you let these things go. Mm-hmm. When you let these things go, I can work in you. Mm-hmm. I can use you. But I can't use you any kind of way because if I do it for you, I have to do it for everybody else. Yes. It, That's true. It took a heart attack before I got elevated to pastor. Right. And, and, and part of that is because, yeah, I I told you guys this when I spoke at the other church. It was part of it was I knew who God was. I didn't quite fully understand his power. Mm-hmm. But when you go through the process and God shows you his power. It's real. And, and you can testify from it. Now you about to, you you a witness now. Yes, he will. Now you now you just ain't telling people about how good God is. Mm -hmm. See now you know. That's why you go through to get to. Now you know, and so like you just said, Nate. That's why you go through it. Mm -hmm. Because when you go through it, you grow Mm -hmm. through it. Yes, yes. Right? Yeah. You see that little flower out there blooming in the yard? It took a lot of work for that flower to bloom. What I wanted to add, when you all were talking about the single ladies, and I'm speaking from experience, mm-hmm. and it ties into dealing with the woman, the man in the mirror, and healing those parts. When you haven't done that, you will accept anything. You know? Yes. Yeah, that's, yes. true. Um, that's true. Even me coming out of my divorce, and she Brittany's on, so she'll know. I'm like, who I just want to, you know, like, I want to be divorced. And me. So I wasn't, I didn't work on myself, so I accepted men that I shouldn't have, you right. know, and me, oh, we can pray together. No, 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 no. But I didn't deal with myself first. So I think that goes into it. Like if you don't deal with yourself, man or woman, and heal what you need to heal, mm-hmm. you will accept that woman or that I like man that, yeah. you, will. that yeah. you don't need. You know yes. what I'm saying? That you might, and you might even know you don't need. You might even know that he ain't doing this, 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 mm-hmm. this, but because he's filling a void Boy, for yeah. you. That's my desires and my wants. Right. Then yeah. it doesn't matter. But until you really deal with yourself and be like, why did I even deal with that joker? You know what I'm saying? Not saying I'm better than anybody, but because I didn't deal with myself Mm -hmm. and making sure I was healed, I did. I like that. Yes. Take you back off of that. Um, Just, you know, for specifically for, you know, the females who didn't have the physical father figure in the home. um, Sometimes, and what I've learned with this as well is when you, I wouldn't say when you didn't have the proper father figure, but when something was missing, um, you grow up looking for that. The emptiness. Yeah, you do. And you do. That's what I've 
you know, learned as well, just dealing with it. Um, it's specific things that I didn't get in my childhood from my dad. So growing up, it didn't matter if it was the slightest bit of whatever it was I wanted. You bet not tell me I'm pretty. If you gave it to me, that's that's what it was. But I've learned, you know, and I say this in prayer every single day, any void that I have, allow it to be filled with God and his word and his love. Amen. You know, when I fill it with man or I fill it with whatever coping mechanism feels good at that time, okay, you you filled my void for two hours, but I'm still going to wake up in the morning and still feel the still same void. Yes, that's yes. true. Still got a void. Mm-hmm. Yes, what I've had that's to learn is the only the person that fix. can heal me is yes, God. God. You it. know, you have to get in your word. You have to get in your scripture. Um, you you know, you can't think, oh, okay, you know, this this nice man and um, he, mm-hmm. he told me this one prayer, oh, blah, blah, blah. That's not going to be mm-hmm. what's really going to heal you. So, you know, just picking me back off of what Keisha said, a lot of times we will deal with specific things just to deal with them because it feels good at that moment. And there were times where I knew I shouldn't even be messing with you, but the void that I have, you're filling it. So I'm going to let you do that until it came to a point where I was in my room. <laughs> And anytime I feel the presence of God, I get real cold. It's like a, it's, I wouldn't say a breeze comes through, but I can just, I can feel it. And, you know, I'm talking to him. I'm like, listen, I need help. I keep making these same mistakes. And um, I'm not going to tell y'all what he told me, but he was basically like, <laughs> if you don't stop doing this and if you don't get this together, mm-hmm. this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And Same me being thing. Me, I'm like, I don't need that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm already dealing with this, this, th- I don't need this. So it's like when you really look at yourself in the mirror and deal with yourself um, and understand, you know, everybody's not perfect. Mm-hmm. You have to really be willing to say, okay. I can't continue my life like this. Mm-hmm. What do I have to do? Willing vessel. Yes, willing you know, vessel. Yeah. Remove what's the mass. Out of you. Mm-hmm. Take the people. That's good. Um, and even though it doesn't feel good, because there's some people that I lost, I'm like, can y'all just please have them back? Mm-hmm. But what mm-hmm. I've noticed is, you know, yeah, God it. tells me, remove them. I remove them. I get what I need. I bring them back. back. It's gone. Mm-hmm. And it's a constant cycle of, why are you giving me something just to take it back? And I had to realize it's not that God is taking it back. It's that I'm not understanding. It was given to me because I did what I was supposed to do to mm-hmm. isolate myself. And when I isolated myself to do what I was supposed to do, it wasn't for me to invite that crowd or those right. people back in because they can't go with me. Mm-hmm. Um, if they were able to go with me, God would have given me what I was requesting when with we them. were all together. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, yeah. So it's just, you know, looking at yourself and dealing with yourself and saying, okay, you have this, you want this, you have to be able to put the work in. Um, it's not going to be easy. Some days Mm-mm. you're just going to be like, I don't even want it no more. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you have to realize, you know, once you get to the other side and you're able to look back and you're just like, wow, you know, that was ugly and it didn't feel good, but I'm over here now. Mm-hmm. So, yep. so, why do you delete files off your computer? Don't need them. Do you more storage? Them? They old. No, because you don't, don't need them. You want to get rid of it? You want to get rid of it? You deleted it because. Don't need them. Don't need them. Right. 
get rid of it. You don't need it. You mm-hmm. get, you get rid of it. It's trash. It's, trash. it's so done. Right. It's Making old. Up, that's what it says. It says make empty your trash. Make room for the new. Empty your trash. You making you making room. You making room with your hard drive. When God take people out your life, He making room in your mental. Right. He making room in your heart. If he took it, why are we chasing people that like God removed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If God removed them from our life, yes. why do why are we trying to hold on to yes. something that God removed? Yes. Hey, we didn't say, hey, you need to get away from me. God yes. moved them out of your life yes. for a reason. Yes. They need to be gone. Yes. Hey, stay gone. Yes. If, God, if God removed them, why be holding on to them? And that's why he took things away from you, because he was blessing you. Mm-hmm. But once you got your blessing, you want to add them back on. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that that don't mix, you know. God wants not you. for everybody. Yes. Mm-hmm. You see, I think a lot of times we are fighting God mm-hmm. when it comes to people. Because this is like a lot of times, like you said, you get that temporary fix. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I look at like a now later. <laughs> That's a fix for now. Mm-hmm. But later you're going back to the same situation. Mm-hmm. Same thing she was doing. It, it, it's not going to change because mm-hmm. it's a cycle. Mm-hmm. But when you self-evaluate yourself, say, okay, when I'm with this person, Am I being blessed or am I being frustrated? Mm-hmm. What value they add? Mm-hmm. Hmm? What value do they add? Exactly. What do they add to you me? You value yourself. Mm-hmm. And say, mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. you know what? When I'm with this person, everything started going good. Mm-hmm. But when I'm with this person, it's not. So you got to look at so you know, I don't need that person mm-hmm. that's going to take away. I need a person that's going to add to my life. Yes. And we have to also, you know, take accountability for specific situations Mm -hmm. just going back into you know me feeling like this is a constant cycle a constant cycle and you know sitting down with myself I'm like what is the common denominator Mm -hmm. and oftentimes we say oh well because he did this Mm -hmm. or she did this or you know they always act like this around me so that's why I'm dealing with it and then you finally realize you know it's you you have to be accountable and understand this person is not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, this yep. situation isn't for me. Mm-hmm. This is not something that I want to deal with. And you can either remove yourself or you can allow God to show you, mm-hmm. okay, you keep it up mm-hmm. and let me show you what's going to happen. Oh, he'll show you. Um, yeah. Because God will do things like mm-hmm. you either remove Oops, them yeah. or I, I remove you. you. That's it. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? Yes. <laughs> something going to give. It's like, hey, <laughs> you've been doing this too long. Long. You go or they, they go? go. Mm-hmm. How long we go around this mountain? Yes. Go ahead, Brittany. Um, I just wanted to add this, just to add a different perspective. I definitely, you know, definitely agree that there's some people who need to be removed mm-hmm. from your life completely. But I do, from experience, I've had it where, um, when I first got saved, and Keisha can attest to this, <laughs> when I first got saved, I was the first one out of my girl group to, you know, get saved. And it was a time where we didn't talk that I was really felt like I was pulled away um, for an amount of time where God was truly dealing with me. He was truly dealing with me and we did not communicate a lot. And, um, you know, it was just, I don't even remember how long it was, but I know it was over six months. It had to be a year or so. And I was changing. God was changing me. He was doing a work in me. But I would ask God, I was like, but you know, those are my girlfriends. Those are my girlfriends, you know. Mm. I've known them for so long. We're so close. And he spoke to me. He said, I am mm. not the God of chaos. He said, in due time, I will bring, you back, bring y'all back mm. together. Jeez. And so mm. I knew eventually 
I didn't know how he was going to do it. I didn't understand at the time what he was doing in my life. I was so young. I was 23. I didn't understand. But he did just what he said he was going to do. After I went through that process of what God was doing in my life at that time, we came back together. Amen. Now we all love the Lord. And Amen. So, Amen. <laughs> so just to add a different perspective there, mm-hmm. sometimes it is. Some people are supposed to be completely exiled out of your life. Right. But then there's sometimes that God just have you away for a season or for a time, like y'all was saying earlier, yes. where he can deal with you on a more personable level, on a more individual level, getting you away from the crowd so that you can hear his voice, so you can understand, you know, certain things. And I just wanted to add that as a different perspective that as long as we follow in the spirit of God and what he's doing, you know, he'll never lead us wrong. So mm-hmm. sometimes, again, I agree. We are to be, you know, from certain circles, from around certain people, they should not have any access to us. But sometimes God is, he know what he's doing. And as long as we're following his spirit, sometimes there may be times where he will bring you back together at a different point and different stage in your life. Amen. I can, I can. Pretty much, I don't know all you all you ladies that hung out together, but I can guarantee you that all of you guys probably separated, went through your own things that brought you closer to Christ, and then brought you guys back together. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Right? yes, and so because individually, individually, he worked on each one of you guys individually, mm-hmm. right? And so it's like it's like the Power Rangers, right? Like everybody. <laughs> Everybody has their own special ability. Everybody mm-hmm. has have their own gift. But together, when y'all come together as a group, one unit, one unit, it's mm-hmm. it's very very powerful. Right. right. And to know to piggyback off of Brittany, she's talking about our friend group. Like God pulled her out of the group. Mm-hmm. I stayed in and just still did. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all, this is what I'm doing now. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna come but y'all know I'm going to do my own thing. You know what I'm saying? So you got to know what God is telling you to do. No, I'm going to pull you, but I'm going to leave you for this reason. I'm going to pull you. I'm going to leave. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So it's not going to look like everybody else's, you know, and say, well, I got to go away for a while. Cause I said, Brittany did. No, God said, I'm going to work with you right in the midst of it. And then it all came back, came back together. So it just looks different for, for everybody. But at the end is God and he's going to get all the glory because that's yes. what he wants to do anyway. In the midst of the hurt, the pain, the disappointment, the pulls away, all of that. And we, when, when we're able to go through things and still give God the glory, the enemy it. is mad. You know what I'm saying? Like, this happened, but God, I still give you mm-hmm. the glory because mm-hmm. you're God. Yeah, so I want to pick it back off of what Brittany and um, Keisha was saying. The Lord not um, only pull you away from friends, he also pull you away from family members mm-hmm. also. Yeah. Yes, he will. Yeah. He will, just to work on you. He will. Yeah. Amen. And it doesn't mean that you don't love them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, again, God will do whatever it takes to get your attention. When he yes. has a call on your life, listen, you can run. That you can do about you it. You can God. run. You can run. But after a while, right. you're going to do God's will. Got to surrender. You got to surrender. You, you, you will. You you will surrender. You will surrender. Yes. I always say, hey, the best place is looking up. Mm-hmm. And if he have to get you on your back to look up, mm-hmm. he will get your attention. And once you're in mm-hmm. God's presence, and once you already been there, you don't want to go nowhere else. Right. Once you find that peace in that place, mm-hmm. nothing Lord. can replace it. But he, here's another thing too, when going through the process. You're gonna have people around you that's not that's not going to church, right? They believe in God, but they just don't go to church. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. However, if they're true friends, 
they will respect your mm -hmm. decision. Mm -hmm. They'll respect your belief, mm -hmm. right? And they won't try to force you to do anything outside right. of that. Mm -hmm. That's it. Exactly. Right? But they have to be true friends mm -hmm. and understand that, right? Like, trust me, I got friends that I talk to on a daily basis. They'll throw a question in there, talk about the Bible. We, we chit-chat about everything. They like photography, I like photography, you know. We talk about everything. They like guns. I like guns. Okay, got it. But they know, hey, man, don't ask me to do no photo shoot on Sundays unless it's after church. Mm -hmm. No, I'm not doing Wednesday night because I'm at Bible study. Mm -hmm. And no, I'm not doing Monday evening because I'm at prayer. There you go. Amen. Now, you either catch, you catch me Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, any or other, Saturday. Any mm -hmm. other day. <laughs> you catch me any, any other, other days. Day. <laughs> right? And so they know, like, hey, man, well, Lamont going to church, so, hey, got it. A lot of times you're consistent with them, they'll be consistent with you. Exactly. You're right. And that's how that works. And, and they respect you. And mm -hmm. people are not going to, and they, and once they understand who you are, they're not going to step on those lines. Mm -hmm. Right. It's only somebody who's disrespectful that's going to step on those lines and try you in an area that, hey, that you know that uh, you shouldn't even touch that. Mm -hmm. Right. Crossing that boundary. Yeah, you're crossing that, you're crossing that boundary. boundary yep. Right. So when people know you, they they know you. I would say an area you no longer live yeah. in. Right. Yeah. Right. right. I'm, I'm not who I used to be. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. You caught me some years, 20-something years ago. That's who I was. Mm -hmm. But once you, once you cross a, a Christ, like, yeah. it's different. It's different. It's different. I, I think so a lot of times when it comes to a process, the hardest part is that people who've been with us for a long time to let them go. Mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest thing. When you talk to people, it's like, well, we grew up together. We've been we've been hanging together this long. So and what? Like, so what? No, but 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 this is the thing though. <laughs> a lot of times it's different for different people, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so a lot of times we be like, well, I gotta have this person in my life. Really, you you know it. I'm looking at it. Say, well, mm -hmm. you know, this is my boy. I, mm -hmm. We've been together for this long, but at some point, God's gonna show you and say, you know what? You have to let him go. Mm -hmm. That goes by what um, what. Um, Tambria was saying when she was saying when Lord want to bless you with something once you turn loose some things and then you but you can't turn loose some things yeah. so God can't bless you. But that's why everybody's process is different. Yeah. Oh yeah, and it's a part yeah. of the process. Yeah. Believe it or not. Sometimes yeah. what you you know encounter as well is when you grow up with people throughout life. Um, until this day, I still encounter this, but they'll still think you are who you were back then years ago mm. um because years ago it was very 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 easy to manipulate you very easy and now that i'm more aware and i put those boundaries in mm -hmm. um you're not going to do this you're not going to that's right this. that's true and if that's you do step, i'm going to hang up i'm going to remove myself you a whatever that's it is. the turning process and oftentimes sometimes people oh she, she's just joking maybe it's just a bit no mm -hmm. and it's like if you don't respect that boundary mm -hmm. i'm going to have to love you from a distance So, in the end, we have to trust the, the process. process. Okay, every, everybody say it with me. Trust, trust the, the process. Okay? Amen. Mm. Amen. God is not the God of confusion. Amen. But of order. Okay, so before we go, let's say it Amen. one more time. Trust the process. Amen. Amen. Amen.
So this is this probably the longest one we we've been at this for probably about an hour. That's good. That's good. We need part yeah, two. So Amen. so this has been very good. Uh, I want to thank Tambria, Nate, Brittany, uh, you know, and all our regulars. You know, beyond the walls, Keisha, hey, hey, Cindy, Kwanda. Hey, hey, we did it again. So I'm, I'm gonna do something different. I'm going to ask that Tambria. Close us out in prayer. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you right now. We want to say thank you. Thank we want to thank you for everything that you've blessed us with and the blessings that are going to come in the near future. We want to thank you for keeping us on the straight path. We want to thank you for never leaving us even when we rejected you. Yes, Lord. We ask that you continue to guide us, cover us, and provide us with your hedge of protection. Yes, Lord. We ask that you allow us to live the life that you've given to us in the eyes of you. We ask that you continue to bind up and remove any negative spirits, any spirit of confusion, any spirit of evilness, um, any spirit of control, any spirit of you know manipulation, anything that is not of you that may be trying to get to us or our family or our children. God, we ask that you bind it up and remove it away. We thank you for waking us up each and every day and giving us an opportunity to get it right again. We thank you for your mercy, your protection, and your guidance. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Amen.